Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Too Many Words Podcast. This is episode 55 of the Too Many Words Podcast. As per usual, I'm your host, Isaac William Joseph. Across the way from me is my best friend, Jordan. Jordan Van Cleve, otherwise known as Panda, otherwise known as Yoda, otherwise known as so many other things. But yeah. It really feels so weird hearing anyone other than Charlie call me Yoda these days. It's just Well, I don't really call you Yoda. It's just every time I introduce you like that, I just want a lot of names and that's one of them. It was my most common nickname for a really long time. Weighing in at under three hundred. That's not true. If you what really? Actually no. Standing at a perfect I haven't weighed myself in like a year, so I don't know. From Dallas Center, Grimes, Iowa. No, I'm from, from Davenport. Oh, that's right. From I'm from Davenport, Davenport but I grew uh, up in Dallas. That's right. Shout out to episode 15 where you had, like, not no, not 15, episode 17 where we got to know Jordan a lot more. Mm-hmm. And it was... Uh, I like how we're both wearing hats this episode. Confusing. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you clicked on this episode, you know what this episode's about. If you're looking at this desk right now you know what this episode's about uh as of oh goodness it's been exactly a week since uh we lost bray wyatt aka the Wyndham rotunda aka the fiend aka husky harris aka uh he had a lot of rotundo window rotundo or something like that uh, old really old or uh, alias of his right there but uh yes uh, once upon a time, this man was the all-time favorite wrestler of mine, and uh, I've gone through highs and lows uh, adopting things that he really was about. I found him super relatable and a few things, but uh, let's not dive too deep into that right now. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of sprinkles of how significant he was, and not just mine, but Jordan's uh because, you know, as my best friend watching me love him so. I, I really think that you have a very unique perspective of Bray Wyatt. I Not do, really yeah. being a wrestling fan, but know how knowing how much he meant to, to me. And like I, I definitely saw like how much of how much creative vision he had in so many things. Yeah. So I actually really wanted to open up this episode with a uh with actually a caption that he had on one of his posts during uh, one of his dark times away from the ring. But uh, let me get to my photos real quick. Jordan, say something funny. Well, uh, obviously, as you can see, we're in a new setting again. This is the aforementioned um, corner studio solo sort of episode setting. This is where we'll be when it's just Jordan and I, which means that you'll probably see it. You'll probably be seeing it quite often. Most frequently. But this, this is the, the first time indeed. Way to go for pointing that out, actually. And uh, uh, it, as you can obviously see as well, it's also pretty fucking sick. Look at it. It's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, goodness. I took so many photos of Bray, Bray Wyatt related stuff. It's like so lost in my Oh, all these screenshots and stuff like that. Come on, come on. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, my goodness. What's with all these pictures? Okay. I have found it. This just really showcases the 
the poetic genius that was Bray Wyatt, um, I, I wish to be one-tenth as talented as he was with the way of words that, that he just empowered himself with. <clears throat> Once upon a time, he posted, Wrestling is not a love story. It's a fairy tale for masochists. A comedy for people who criticize punchlines. A fantasy most can't understand. A spectacle no one can deny. Lines are blurred. Heroes are villains. Budgets are cut. Business is business. But it can also be a land where dead men walk. Where honor makes you elite. Where demons run for office. And rock bottom is a reason to rejoice. Woo! Is an escape. A reason to point the blame at anyone but yourself for two to three hours. An excuse to be a kid again. And nothing matters except the moment we are in. Wrestling is not a love story. It's much more. It's hope. And in a world surrounded in hate, greed, and violence, a world where closure may never come, we all know a place that has hot and cold hope on tap. But for better for, or for worse... Dang, I almost made it without stuttering. For better or for worse. That was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. He, Do uh, we need to uh, lower the screen on the laptop a little bit? No, no. The, the, the camera doesn't see it at all. Really? Yeah. Does it see this? Yeah. It's really weird, actually. I was tripping about it, but yeah. It, we, can, uh, we could see everything. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about that. So, uh, Jordan... Give us a quick life update, brother. Uh, actually, <laughs> we're jumping. I'm jumping some things. Mean? Oh, okay. Announcements. Announcements. Uh, if you have yet to listen to episode 54, really big milestone for Too Many Words podcast. Really big milestone for thescaldstone.com. The Scaldstone shop is officially available to you and to your friends, and to literally everybody else in the world. We got about uh, six, seven items on there, really cool stuff. Uh, don't be afraid to request uh, certain things, like, hey, I really would like uh, a certain hoodie. I would like a Too Many Words hoodie. You don't have a Too Many Words hoodie yet. And I'll be like, all right, I'll get to it. Thanks. Something like that. But yeah, please go check it out at thescaldstone.com under the shop. Really cool stuff there, and uh, I think for most of it, really reasonable prices. Oh, yeah. Very reasonable, yeah. yeah. Jordan told me he's going to get one of everything, and uh, he should not have told me that because I'm going to make some really dumb stuff. Oh, please do. I want the stupidest shit. I said a <laughs> toilet seat cover. I was not joking about that. <laughs> That's an option. I want it. I really want to make a shirt that says, Jordan, say something funny. Oh, yeah. That'd be Christian's favorite shirt. Really? That's like his favorite thing. Really? Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a really big milestone for us. But, um, yeah, I guess uh, branching off of that, I was going to say this is our first episode after the event. Um, we're going to do a little yes. bit of reflecting on yes. how the event went while also that's really awesome. Really awesome how I didn't even communicate that to you, but we, uh, that, that we was definitely I was already planning on we saying, definitely so. both thought about how we were gonna do just a uh, too many burgers reflection reflection yes yes some things and how we're gonna do it better 
Um, some things that went really well. Um, maybe plans for next year? Yes. Boom, screenshots. What was I looking for again? Oh, no. Oh, no. Jordan, right. do you know what I was looking for again? No. Oh, no. Actually, like we, we uh, were in announcements. We were in announcements. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, before we reflect on too many burgers, I would love to point out the newest followers. Oh, yeah. We have, yeah. New, uh, we have three new followers. Fuck yeah. I love you guys. Underscore Spibby07. <laughs> Spibby07. Or Spivey. I don't know. Uh, At Cody Buffalo 04. Okay. That was the the cool guy at our. our, I mean, you guys are all cool if you came, but uh, that guy that you probably didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually gave him a free event shirt because he said he would buy me a wrestling ticket. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These event shirts are not just for purchase but they they can be for good trade <laughs> uh and then lastly at jordan underscore widener underscore private you know who that is no jordan widener no sister of aj widener oh yeah yeah we went to the movies with her saw the barbie movie Hush. yeah yeah shout out to the barbie movie fun stuff <laughs> fun the barbenheimer effect <laughs> yes sir uh, go check out episode what I think that was 47. Episode 50. Oh, 50. Episode 50. Yeah. Okay. Barbenheimer effect does not nearly have as much views as the hype did around the entire freaking thing. Yeah. But uh yeah, let's do let's do a quick reflection of too many birds. Well, I I I honestly thought that was going to be like the meat and potatoes of the episode and then, you know, this happened. Yeah. What do you have anything else like planned or ideaed or thought about for like what the episode's going to be about this week? Or oh, I this is like the most I've ever prepared for an episode because of Bray Wyatt. So you have like you have a lot to talk about, don't you? Yes. Really? Yes. I feel like maybe you shouldn't have done that much, but you know. Well, I, I asked you ahead of time. Well, I, I mean, text. like I said, we had already talked about a reflection, but you know, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, first I think we should do our other segment. Let's get them lips wet, baby girls. Or do you want to have that lead into the Bray Wyatt section? Let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. Jordan, what you learned this week? What did you learn this week? Um, what did I learn this week? Hoy. I learned that uh, uh, you definitely need to plan more accordingly when it comes to food and whatnot for events. Yeah. Um, I... I spent probably twice as much money as I needed to on the food. Mm. So I think that's something I need to reflect upon. I learned this week that when people find out uh, all the things that you do on the side, people will just get you to do things. Not even get you to do things, just make you do things. (laughs) Uh, Because uh, I was at Bible study the other last Tuesday, and... We were doing some catching up with some of the guys, and I had mentioned that I was podcasting was going great, radio was going great, and I have a new job coming up for staging, setup, tear down with lighting and stuff like that. So a lot of like event stuff, and I think media stuff and stuff like that. Uh, some dude goes, "Oh, really?" His name is PJ. 
and he freaking tattled on me to the guy who does stage and lighting at our church. And that guy was like, oh, really? We should get coffee sometime. And then I said, do you want my number? (laughs) (laughs) So I have, I'm about to have, I don't know if it goes through. He hasn't really texted me back ever since (sighs) I texted him. Kind of sus, but uh, he's probably waiting for me to show up on Sunday. He's going to see me on Sunday. Uh, But if that goes through, I will have officially four jobs, one side hobby, and uh, I only get paid for two of those things. And school. And school. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, Jordan. But, uh, yeah, that's what I learned is that people will just get you to do things (laughs) because you just do all the things. And I actually, I mentioned this to Gary. Jordan. What? I mentioned this to Gary. Did I need to be looking at you? Yes. Eye contact is very big no, for me. No, I don't need to be looking at you to right, hear this you. This is a very do intimate not do podcast. Again. Do not do that again. What do you mean? Why do you that sound like that? That pissed me off. Why? Because that was not necessary. You're too tired right no, now. No, I'm just... I, okay. I do not need to be looking at you to hear you, okay? Jordan. What? Relax, bro. You were... Okay, whatever. <laughs> you saying that just made me more angry. I tell that to Gary, right? Okay. He's like, imagine being a minister. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, people get him to do things all the time, I guess. Like marriage, mar- weddings, and Marrying. baptisms, and, and uh, funerals, and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, that's what we learned. Yes, sir. Any other outside life updates that you've been dealing with lately? Um, do we do we did did we mention this? No. Do you want to tell them? What? About your job? No. No, I didn't. Think I'm so. not gonna bring it up. It's not important. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Anything else? I'm trying to think. Go buy our merch. <laughs> sure. Yeah, go and buy our merch. I feel like that's uh, uh that's valid at any point in this podcast. Go buy our merch. Or just go take a look at it. I will definitely be that guy that tells you, hey, buy our merch. Yeah, and you know, he practices what he preaches. Go look at his forehead. Look at it. Look at it. Although it's this beautiful. was this was a gift, but it yeah. was a gift, but well, well, you'll be seeing a lot more stone and too many words merchandise. Yeah, bro, out. it's just gonna multiply like bunnies. It's gonna be crazy. Is it time to get those lips wet, Jordan? Uh, do we want to do the reflection? Yes. Okay, let's do that before the before the drink segment. Yes, sir. Um, so, Isaac, firstly, tell me what you think was the best part of the event. The best part of the event? Our live show. Yeah. It went a million times better than I thought it would. Um, I wouldn't say that's our best part of the event. Well, that's why you asked me. I guess that's true, because like it did go well, but there was a lot of hiccups regarding it. So, and all of them were my fault. So, what do you mean? I forgot the SD card. Because eh, I forgot the SD card, we couldn't record with just, the camera. Just because the... because I couldn't record with the camera, we had to record with the iPad. Mm-hmm. Because we had to record with the iPad, the iPad fell over, and we lost half of our recording. Mm-hmm. Actually, we lost about ten minutes, but still, which is okay. 
I wasn't really thinking about the production part of our live show. I was thinking about the that live made me part feel of really our live bad. show. I'm gonna be straight up. Like I felt awful. Yeah, I didn't even I felt hold it so against you. bad about that. Yeah. <clears throat> so it happens. It's not about how you feel, but it's about how I feel about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you. It happens. Yeah. Could have been better though. No. I, I was in the pocket. I Could wasn't have been better. I wasn't yelling at you about Could it. Could have been anything. better. I know. But hey, hey, if everything <laughs> was perfect, our first event. We couldn't do future events because, you know. There would be nowhere to go. There would be nowhere to go. <laughs> exactly. That's definitely yeah. true. Uh, but, yeah, I, I really liked the live show based on the live aspect of it. I think um, our open conversation aspect of it, um, the uh, the interactions were amazing. What was your favorite part of the live show? Favorite part of the live show? Because for me, I gotta say, it's the part where we had other people coming up. I think so. That too. was amazing. Yeah, it was just awesome when we were just getting like, people up there and like on camera, they came off real good. Yeah, so. yeah, it was, it was awful. <laughs> awesome. It was awfully awesome. <laughs> that's what it was. Awfully awesome. Uh, but yeah, like none of them choked up or anything. Yeah. Like, like not even, not even my pops. And he has, like, the least experience with stuff like this. I mean, he wasn't talking to the microphone, but, you know, that's okay. Yeah, okay. It worked. It worked. How did he sound in the playback? It was all right. All right. It wasn't cool. bad, but cool. because we had it on surround audio, it was it was pretty much just, just all right. So. Okay. Okay. Wasn't wasn't extra crisp. It wasn't, you know, this, but, you yeah. know. It's all right. That's all right. That's why we do it only once a year, baby. G. <laughs> Um, um, what was your least part, of, least favorite part of the least whole thing? Favorite part the whole of thing. the whole thing. And while uh, he, uh, I'll let you think about that. Uh, I did not see him there. The microphone was blocking. What's, it, what's kind of funny is, before recording, I said, "Be careful of that." Yeah, that is very funny. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm oh. gonna let you think about that for a second because I'm gonna say my favorite part of the the whole event. Yeah, go for your favorite part. Um, right at the end of the live. Oh, are you gonna fix that? Okay. Right at the end of the live showing, the live podcast episode, um, where we let everyone go and like everyone just went off and actually just did their own thing. That went perfect. Everyone actually just went off and did their own thing and had fun playing games. I very outside. much agree. Um, little fun fact is uh, the bank called me the day after and was like, hey, were you guys playing games like outside? And I was like, like long games, yeah. And they're like, we found a plastic horseshoe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, uh, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll have someone come and get that. And I called my grandma and told her go get it because I was at work. Yeah. And she said, uh, I couldn't do it today. I'll do it tomorrow. And I haven't contact gotten back to her about it at all. Oh no. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, horseshoe down. I, I'm sure the bank wasn't too angry about it. No. That's funny though, yeah. I, I actually that's a very valid, very very valid part. Um, I really did like nobody touched my giant Jenga. Yeah, I know. I had that. to I had to call my boss on vacation to get that giant Jenga. <laughs> but no one cares about giant Jenga. Uh, we took it to the state fair. A lot of people did, but I guess you know, a thousand people seeing that the in a day is a lot more than forty five. The entire time I was at the pulse booth, like two people touched it. Really. For the collective, like, hour and a half I was there. Man, hour. True, true. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. Uh, I think the thing with Giant Jenga is 
there has to be someone already at it for other people to want to play. And also, like, if it falls over, that could that could hurt someone. I mean, yeah, a small child, maybe. <laughs> that hurt me. I wouldn't want that. If you if you were, like, four feet tall standing right next to it when it fell. I mean, if I was me as I am right now and it, it fell on me, belly. I'd be like, what the fuck? It hurt. That's, that's where you use your your human reactions and take a step back. But I have slow brain, so... You have slow brain. I have slow brain. All right. That works for me. What was your least favorite part of the event? Uh, you gotta go first. Oh, I... All right, all right. Uh, my least favorite part of the event was probably... Well, I have one reason, but I feel like you're gonna take care of that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're gonna take real good care of that. Uh, I think... Really, overall, I didn't really hate anything besides the typical stress involved with the setup and the, the teardown and cleanup. But other than that, uh, my least favorite part is just the typical, hey, man, I can't make it, texts that were preceding the hours. I didn't get any of those. The hours preceding that. My friends that I invited just didn't show up. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, I guess, I guess... Uh, my friends are really good at communicating when they can't show up to things. <laughs> and, like, uh, I guess there was a bunch of people that I invited from work that were like, hey, man, sorry I couldn't make it once I got there. You know what's funny? One of my friends uh, one of my friends on Facebook put interested yeah. on my event 45 minutes after 8 o'clock. I remember that. <laughs> but it's fine, but... Yeah, I, I think that my least favorite part was just the amount of people that was like, hey, man, I can't make it, and me just not being very surprised. Yeah, I can, I get that. I yeah. that, one's, that one's definitely understandable. Yeah. Um, see, for me, I'd say probably my least favorite part was... I think just the whole food situation... That was very, it felt very rushed and very, like, just not organized or thought through. So that's definitely something I want to improve upon for the next go-around. Sure. Like, what parts did you not like? Just, like, the preparation of the patties. Um, yeah. Yeah, we should probably get a jump on that next year. Yeah. And then, like, the brats. Uh, I had the idea for smoked brats. Smoking things does add a whole extra layer of, like, a skin to it. And I didn't necessarily think that through. Um, I just thought smoked brats would taste good. And they probably did taste all right. It's just they were real tough. Yeah. All right. Um, Any other miscellaneous thoughts on this? Uh, what did you think of the venue? Did you think it was... I think it was perfect. 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 Next year. Uh, someone didn't like it, and that's why they didn't stick around. Armin? No. The, a friend of ours, a friend of mine, she the, said the ceilings were too low oh, okay, and the, the tables were too crowded and there was nobody that she knew, which that, was that last part she's got to get over. That's more of a her thing. All of those are more of a her thing. I, but I get it, though. I get it. Yeah. Um, did we ever count to see who, what episode had the most votes for the favorite? 
Did we just kind of um, let people just take those? I actually, I have all of the graphics in that bag right now. Do we? Because I know some. It? I saw some Let's go people. Some people took some. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Like I'm pretty sure Oliver took one, and I'm pretty sure Darren took one. <laughs> um. <laughs> that's funny um i don't know i just i feel like not enough people did that but maybe i just didn't see him do it yeah i only saw like like four votes there was a lot more i promise um i do feel like the event was very family dominated yeah. Which I, I get and I understand. I just wish more people... It's just we didn't want it to be a family event. Yeah. Because we've been to plenty of those, and those are not fun. Not always. This one was fun. This one was fun. Well, that's because it wasn't a family event. <laughs> yeah. It's just it felt like it. So, um, <laughs> it's very sticky just because of how we packed them. But um, let's see. I'm going to filter through these. You keep sharing your thoughts on the event, and I will mention every single time an episode I come across has a vote or more. Okay. Um, looks like, I, I mean, I'd say the free wristbands and the stickers were a pretty big hit. That's pretty cool. I still haven't gotten my own personal sticker, but you know. Episode 25, the sci-fi movie bracket had two votes. Heck yeah. One of them being mine. <laughs> Even um, though I have a lot of favorites, it was hard to pick. I actually, I, I probably would have picked a new religion if I could have picked again. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I did vote. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. What was I? Uh. I think the venue was a little small for my taste. Really. That was the biggest thing I was a little worried about because I, I would have liked an extra like ten feet. I think that would have been a lot more beneficial. Um, but something next year, I definitely think if we feel comfortable with it, with how our viewings and stuff are going, is maybe tickets, paid tickets. Um, but like I said, it, only if we if if we feel comfortable with how big we are or small we are at that. Episode three, Three Idiots Try to Remember New York has one vote. And episode four, Guest Talks Football with Darren Dalton has three votes. No, oh, I guess Darren didn't take his. Darren said he was going to take the one the episode he was on. We can hold it for him. Uh, episode five, What Inspires Viking and Panda has a vote. Episode six, One Chip Challenge with Syme has three votes. Nice. People just love to see me in pain. Yeah. And you know, dude, so many things line up with the anniversary of this podcast. Yeah. You know what I saw when I went to the gas station today? What's that? The 2023 One Chip Challenge. Really? Yes. I haven't seen it yet. So yeah. What color is it? Yeah, red and green. Really? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Episode eight, favorite movies and camping trip has two votes. Nice. Yes. Oh, by the way, I guess I shouldn't really mention this. My Uncle Oliver, he put a sticker on the first 15 episodes. So That's fine. Episode 1 through 15 has a, uh, 
has a vote. But I'm going to still name them because maybe our shout-outs to these episodes make people curious and go listen back. Like uh, Video Games and Fatherhood, Episode 9. Uh, it's a death battle of a wheelchair and a trash can. That's a good episode. Yeah, also the greatest uh, promo video we've ever made. That's definitely my favorite. Uh, also, Halloween special with Nate Basinger. Shout-out Nate Basinger. Uh, he joined us for Dress Up. Except for he didn't dress up. We didn't give him the memo. Uh, but yeah, he had two votes on that episode. Dream Car Garage, episode 11, has one vote. Uh, episode 12 with Thomas Cheeseman of London. We talk about the Queen and Forest Road Brewery. Two votes. Nice. Yes. Uh, episode 1, a panda and a Viking walk into a podcast. Two votes. Uh, episode two has zero votes. I know the other person that voted for uh, for episode one. Who's that? Tim. Why is that? He thought the thumbnail was fucking hilarious. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, like, how, how do you react? He's like, JVC. I uh, I voted for the for the Isaac giving birth one because that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, you know I feel like Tim unknowingly appreciates my humor a lot yeah well i don't even think unknowingly i've told you before he does he does not hate you anymore okay anymore anymore uh, he definitely despised living with you but you know living with me is difficult i agree yes but you know <laughs> uh, i've learned from the best <laughs> uh thanksgiving with kemi shout out to kemi miss you girl uh one vote Episode fourteen. You know, I'm I'm a little, I'm not what I I introed that a little bit different than I wanted to. Um, uh, my my mother said was disappointed that we didn't have our specials up there on the wall, but if we did, those would probably get all the votes. So I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. We should have just done like during our live event what your favorite special was. Christmas special, Super Bowl, like okay, like. Are we, would we count the live streams? The Super Bowl was a special. Yeah, the uh, live streams are special too. Okay, okay. So like it, it comes down to So there was Christmas, Mother's there was Day. the Super Bowl, there was Mother's Day, and then there was uh, New Year's. Yeah. Not in that order, obviously. But yeah, anyway. of course. Uh, Wakanda Forever review slash phase four power rankings, episode 15, with Josh Carlberg. I another wish, one of my favorites. I, I wish, wish that man, Josh could have made it, but I, I know him. why he didn't. I texted him. He said he couldn't. Uh, I don't know why he He's didn't. He's like away. Like he's a full-blown bulldog right now. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's he's pretty That's committed cool. to school I stuff. I should put my headphones back on. Like yeah, you probably should. Boom, baby. Look at you just not being professional. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What a bitch. Uh, uh, Episode 18, where we review the Guardians holiday special, and uh, we reflect on my Steven Spielberg paper. I got two votes, surprisingly, even though when I look back, my giant spiel of Steven Spielberg uh, is probably really dry and boring to listen to, unless you equally really, really like Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Um... Episode 46, The Season of Collaboration, has two votes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nobody voted for episode 47, ironically, uh, because that was the one that said, you're invited to the cookout for the Too Many Burgers. Nobody liked that one. Ouchies. 
Nobody liked uh, Rise We didn't really put of a lot of review thought before. into that episode other than the fact that it was just supposed to be for promotion. Yeah, it was like versus. a big ad, wasn't it? Uh, Across the Spider-Verse movie review uh, got zero votes. Ooh. You voted for The Boys Go Outside, episode 48. I did. That's my favorite episode. It probably will be. one of my favorites. Forever. These last ones are probably... They are so crispy, I'd like to think. Like, just so... <laughs> crispy. <laughs> yes, crispy. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, um, crispy. Yeah, yes, that was uh, all of them. I think. Uh, I don't know if any of them got four, but there was like a few threes, which was nice. That was nice. So, yeah. Uh, any other lasting notes? Oh yeah, next year. Uh, fifteen and up. Fifteen and up. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's because I want to include my cousin. She's pretty mature. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. Cool. 15 okay and up. I'm okay with inviting anyone as long as they're not a child. Yep. 15 and up. Thank you. How old's your, how, how old's your sister? I don't know. Freshman. Perfect. 15 and up. She's 11 years younger than me, so 14. 15 and up. Next year. Perfect. Now is it time to get those It's time sweat? to get your lips wet. Yes, sir. And a lot of this ice melted, so maybe I wouldn't. Drink it. Yes, sir. And I'll drink the ice water. I'll drink the ice. Yeah. That's why I didn't Perfect. want ice. Perfect. Oh, okay. You understand it so, now? So, Jordan, what do we have today? Mountain Dew Pitch Black, a.k.a. my favorite Mountain Dew flavor of all time they've ever created. And? And it was the promotional match for Bray Wyatt's final match of his life, of his career. Um, a lot of people thought it was silly in the moment. I definitely thought it was cool because I'm just a Bray Wyatt mark. Um, one, of the, one of the most visually appealing matches of all time because the whole match was under black light for the Mountain Dew Pitch Black promotion that's pretty cool and that is why we have these here today uh don't ask me how much i paid for for each can to get these here today uh i mean you didn't pay that much did you? honestly it wasn't too much for a discontinued flavor it was 10 bucks a can i bought two of them uh because you know we get two for the episode but uh jordan actually uh, because he's a g uh, agreed that we could only open one yeah share it and we keep the full one on my Bray Wyatt shelf for yet another thing to be on my Bray Wyatt shelf. And it's going to be awesome. Um, should we crack it open? Crack it open. Oh, that spit at you. <laughs> but that sounded really good. Uh, anything for the sake of our listeners? I squeezed that too hard. I'm too passionate. I'm too Why passionate you squeeze it? About Is that why that happened? I think so. No, squeeze it. I, I've never, I've never, I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah. Pour it in the in the microphone too. Oh, that is delightful. All right. That is delightful. Here you go, sir. Mm, I'm at, oh fuck! Oh my god! I'm actually very much so looking forward to this. 
Still smells great. Real quick. Actually, I could just probably look at it right here. Yes, sir. You know, it's actually only barely expired. It's only expired by... Sixteen days. <laughs> I was gonna say two weeks, but like, yeah, uh, sixteen days. That's like I am days. still one hundred percent comfortable drinking this. Like, I'm comfy with it. Um, actually, one time I drank a Coke bottle uh, that reti- uh, that re uh, it expired two years prior. Really? Yeah. How was that? It tasted flat. Huh. Um, two years is probably my cutoff, but like. <laughs> I, if you pay me money or like really like, hey, you should drink this, and it's like five years expired, I'll be like, okay. So yes, Mountain Dew oh. Pitch Black. What's it say on the front? Oh. Dew with a blast of dark citrus punch flavor with other natural flavors. One hundred seventy so calories good. per so can. Right now. Nice. All right. Give it a smell. Give, a, Give smell. it a smell. Give it a smell. You know, this smells really good. Um, what would you say to the people that say this is just purple or grape flavor? You're exactly right. Yeah, that's what makes it the greatest. Great, the greatest. The grapest. The grapest. Yes, All right. Sir. Sippy, sippy. sippy. Wait. Sippy. Dink it. Dink it for Bray. Shoot it. Oh, that's so good. That's very good. Honestly, I don't remember if I've actually I actually tried this while it was in production. You know, I bought I some while you still lived at the house. And you drank it. So, Did it? Yeah. Okay. Well. I was never a big fan of grape, but I feel like this is just a different type of grape. It is. It really do it's that citrus eat. grape. It it doesn't so. taste like that typical grape that I always avoided growing up. Actually, it was really smooth. But hey, um, yes, we grabbed this exact drink because it was related to Bray Wyatt, and that's why we made it happen tonight. Um, if you are curious on where to find that match, well, it's probably got highlights on YouTube. Just look up. Bray Wyatt versus L.A. Knight, or you can look up uh, Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. But if you have Peacock and you want to watch the uh, if you want to see the whole thing, it is under this year's Royal Rumble paid live event. Uh, so yeah, just look up the latest episode episode under Royal Rumble on Peacock. Uh, and now it's gone. A lot of people say that it was a terrible match. But I say that it was, it was Quite awesome. Right. It was awesome, considering that it was my first time in a really long time that I got to see Bray Wyatt perform live. Because honestly, it had been such a struggle to see him live, considering everything that's happened in the past couple of years. Because. Well, before this match, he hadn't wrestled in over a year because he got cut due to budgeting reasons. 
but he wasn't the only one that got cut. His uh, homie got homie Braun Strowman got cut. Uh, so many other wrestlers got cut, and Bray Wyatt was just one of them. But I just had a feeling. Everybody had a feeling that he was just too good to not bring back. Especially when they brought Braun Strowman back. A lot of people don't like Braun Strowman. I really like Braun Strowman because the, that dude is a, a freak of nature. But um, as soon as I, I saw that Braun Strowman came back, I was like, there's no way that they're not bringing Bray back. And they did. And I was just so happy and elated that he was back in general that uh, I just couldn't complain. I, I just saw him on TV. He was doing his thing. And, and let's talk about how he just took total advantage of the black light on, on the match. Homie had face paint that glowed, and he just looked like just this new version of himself. And I think all of us were really excited to see how that was going to go in the future with him, with this, this Uncle Howdy character and this the, these rumored Wyatt Six um this uh this rumored Wyatt Six, what's it called? What's it called? Faction. And there was a lot of things that were gonna be put in motion for Bray Wyatt, and then <clears throat> he got sick. And there was actually a lot of rumors on whether or not he was actually sick or if he was actually just sick of creative. And uh, just all these things going back and forth and back and forth. And every once in a while in the previous months of this day, I would see a headline saying, Bray Wyatt has not come back because he is fighting not only a career-threatening illness, but a life-threatening illness. And I just think I was so... Selfish in those moments because it wasn't. I just I didn't think it was a possible thought that we would lose Bray Wyatt. I I only had those thoughts of, oh thank God, they didn't. Liam, hey, this is an emotional moment, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, sorry. <laughs> uh. Anyways, I would selfishly think, oh, thank God he didn't get fired. Or, oh, thank God he didn't walk. It's, oh, he's going through this and that's why he's gone. And, you know, being, I don't know, not just a wrestling fan, but just a person in general, you don't really think about that as a possibility. Like, people come back, especially in wrestling. People always come back. Edge came back after being gone for like eight years of a career-ending injury. And it was the greatest thing on earth. And it's, like me, so many people were just waiting for Bray Wyatt to come back. Every single pay-per-view. It's like, oh, Bray Wyatt's going to come back at WrestleMania. Oh, Bray Wyatt's going to come back at SummerSlam. He's going to come back at Hell in a Cell. Uh, backlash blah 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 and it just didn't happen and uh here we are today uh jordan are you aware of the cause of his death no actually you know nothing no do you want to know 
Yeah, I was actually going to ask you, did they ever did they ever announce it that they So it was not suicide. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think it was suicide at all. Um I mean, the signs were there that it could be, but yeah. I didn't I didn't think so. I was like Bray Bray Wyatt has been very transparent with us especially in the last year of his career. Um like you saw you saw not Bray Wyatt, you saw Wyndham Rotunda in a lot of these promos in his last year of his career. And I'm so glad that even though the ending the ending of his career was untimely, I think it was a really neat bow on top of a, a very wonderful storied career. That bow not being the tragedy of his death, but the the finish line of creativity that he really left us with in the end where he was mysterious and maybe sometimes so mysterious that people just didn't get it. And maybe that's why people made fun of it. But I I was there along for the ride because I know all the best storytellers like Bray Wyatt, it all makes sense in the end. And we just didn't get the end with that one, but I know I didn't answer your question yet. So I will. Um, he died of a heart attack really? in his sleep. He actually told his wife that he was going to go take a nap. And after his wife hearing his alarm go off for, I don't know how long she went upstairs and saw him blue in the face. And that's when she called nine one one. And, uh, yeah, he actually had gotten COVID earlier this year and his body just couldn't beat it his body uh had i guess irreversible heart problems from covid it's like it brings you back to that time when covid was new and we were all going over what to avoid uh like if you have pre-existing heart problems or you're old, or you're young, you should definitely not even take a step outside, stuff like that. And, yeah, Bray Wyatt, he... He was a big boy, you know. Um, and he did have pre-existing heart stuff. That part, I don't know all the details to, but uh, he did. But, obviously, he couldn't beat it this time. So, that's what happened to him. Praise God, it was not suicide. Um, but yeah. Any further questions? That's sad. Yeah. yeah. We had COVID once. Yeah, we did. I didn't know there was heart-related issues with COVID. Yeah. Um, Damn, honestly, I could have died. I, I, I knew that COVID could worsen your pre-existing heart conditions. But, like, I think some sources said that, like, him getting COVID brought new heart conditions. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know everything. But I guess we're going to learn more and more as time goes by. And honestly, people might make research papers in a few years about it. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I would like to uh, just go into 
my big spiel of uh, Bray Wyatt and my personal journey with him, if that's cool. Sure, yeah. So, like many, uh, the first time I ever saw Bray Wyatt was in 2013 or 14, I do not remember, when Bray Wyatt came onto the scene because I didn't watch NXT. I didn't know him in NXT. I didn't know him in um, that uh, Florida wrestling. But um, I did discover him when he came onto the main roster with uh, Eric Rowan and Luke Harper as his gigantic henchmen because they were both over seven feet tall. It was insane. Um, I thought he was short, but uh, like I said, like many, I did not like him at all at first because when I was a kid watching wrestling, anybody who messed with John Cena, I just didn't like them. It's actually a reason why I didn't appreciate The Shield when they were around. It's another reason why I didn't appreciate The Nexus when they were around. Um, But now I look back at those those factions including the Wyatt family and it's like we didn't really know that we had it so good and all three of those groups like they were a part of WWE in like the same three year time frame it was WWE used to be so good at factions and they they still kind of are because they got the Judgment Day which people are still really on the fence for but then they got the Bloodline you know about the Bloodline the Bloodline is probably one of the most significant factions since the Shield, actually. So, but yeah, um, I think I took a break, like many who take a break in wrestling, uh, when they when they stop watching wrestling because they've grown to accept that it's fake, and that means they don't like it anymore, and then. COVID happened in 2020, but a little bit before COVID, I was actually starting to have some new new ears for WWE, new eyes for WWE because of Edge coming back to wrestling. And I'm like, this is cool. And I'm like, you know, I bet I, I would have thought it would have been so much cooler if I had been watching wrestling when that happened. And so... I started watching wrestling again, especially when all the other sports stopped because of COVID. Wrestling was all I could watch. And so uh, there was a lot of new people I had to get adjusted to, like uh, Bobby Lashley getting a divorce was one of my first things that I witnessed uh, coming back to uh, watching wrestling regularly again. But uh, I had then realized that Bray Wyatt was still around because like when you stop watching wrestling for like six years a lot so much changes so much changes in a year but when you when you cut things out of your life for six years and then you come back dude there was like just a small group of wrestlers that were on week to week that I recognized you know there's like Seth Rollins Roman Reigns, guys that were 
young when I stopped watching wrestling were mm-hmm. in their prime when I started watching wrestling again. And Bray Wyatt was one of those cats. And lo and behold, he was the fiend. And that's why right in front of you is <laughs> literally all of it is when he was the fiend, which is a little ironic because looking back at all of his career, the fiend isn't even my favorite chapter of uh, Bray Wyatt. Even though the fiend is the most fun chapter of Bray Wyatt, I think my absolute most favorite part of Bray Wyatt's career was when he was just a cult leader from the bayou. A crazy one at that, because that was when he was truly the most poetic with his words. He was a damn good storyteller. Um, Jordan, you got any questions? No. No? No. So you're just talking about stuff I have no knowledge about. I know. I'm, like... I'm glazing over his career, but here soon I'm going to actually start glazing on how I took him into my personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you see, I wasn't really crazy about Bray Wyatt until um, I just really got into this chapter in my life where I liked the darker stuff. Yeah. And I really appreciated his aesthetic. He was grungy. Uh I listened, (laughs) once upon a time, I listened to a crap ton of cult podcasts, cult-related stories, podcasts, and the fact that he used to be a cult leader uh, as a wrestler really fascinated me, and I really, really dove into him because not only did I like what he was about, but him personally, not Bray, but Wyndham, his, his real, real persona, his real self, he, I found so much in common with him right from the jump when I started learning more and more and more about him. I just felt like at the beginning stage of this new chapter, I was like, well, yeah, John Cena is always going to be my favorite wrestler, but I feel like the guy I relate to the most is Bray Wyatt because he's a Raiders fan. I like dreads. He has dreads. I like tattoos. We both have tattoos. We're both a little heavy, but we got muscles, baby, you know? And, uh, yeah, he... One of you has a bit more than the other, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Both, actually. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, I I think he helped me get through a lot of things, like... It didn't matter that he was a heavier wrestler. He was up there with the best in the brand with those shredded, beautiful men, you know, um, because of how good he was at what he did. Beauty is in the eye of the beekeeper. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he helped me with a little bit of body confidence. I don't know. Did you, did you notice what I, what you I did? You said beekeeper. Yeah. I don't know why. I just assume it was one of those dumb things that you just say. So the joke is a beholder, be bee, yeah, holder of bees. And uh, I said beekeeper because I think it's funny. You're precious, Jordan. Yes. Yes, yes I am. Yes, yes. Okay. Where were you? Sorry. Uh, it's cool. It's cool. Um, and so. I don't know, just the more I knew about Bray Wyatt, the more I really, really started to like him. I wanted to get 
some merch of his. Honestly, Jordan, do you remember what the first figure was that I went and bought in my adulthood? It's the one I'm holding, isn't it? No. It's this one. Oh. Okay. And then I bought this one. And for a while, since they were my only ones that I had bought in my adulthood, they did not come out the box for a long time. You mean? And yeah, I think I think it it's very special that. Yeah, I did have all those wrestlers when I was a kid growing up, but you know during that hiatus, you don't really think about wrestling and you don't really look at wrestling figures when you're at the store. But when <clears throat> I turned a new mark in my life. And was like, you know, when I got you into toy collecting yes. as an adult, yes, and yes. it's it's interesting to I, see and think like these are the ones that started it. Yeah, that that one you're holding is number one for Isaac the adult toy collector. That one's number one, and then this one right here was number two. I had to get a Firefly Funhouse spray and a Fiend spray. And that's just the way it was. I was hooked ever since. You playing with them over there? Yes. Cool. And so uh, because he gave me a sense of body positivity and I liked his aesthetic, I started to cut my shirts like him. Post build in this um, As in like he would like cut the sleeves off pretty far like he would cut it as low as just below the lats you know what the lats are jordan yes okay yeah the, those muscles just outside the top part of your ribs um for those listening who don't know what the heck lats are <laughs> um and he would cut them all the way to his traps like the traps where it met the neck and yeah it was just like those deep cuts and yeah, it, it it showed a little bit of side boob action, but it's what he rocked as a heavier guy. Assume, if you will. He also rocked. Uh, my favorite look of Bray Wyatt was when he had dreads, and rocked that denim vest. Mm. It was like the chapter when he was well a world champion for the first time, but it was also like right before uh, the fiend. And I really liked that look. He had grungy pants, boots, um, and just, you know, those cut-off shirts. And damn, did I really like that uh, denim vest. I actually, back in 2000, either 19 or 20, I looked up if I could purchase a vest, a vest such as that. And you can. Uh, custom made, 300 bucks for it to be tailored to your size and also have some patches from the original, but also to uh, your taste. There he is. I just looked, was trying to find the one you were talking about specifically. Did you find... Do they still make them? Oh, no. I, I was just trying to find a picture. Oh, just a picture of him wearing it? That is by far my favorite Bray Wyatt look. Um, not, my fav- not, not my favorite Bray Wyatt shirt, uh, which is a shirt that I have bought two different times because I lost the first one and I've lost the second one because I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I've and, never uh, seen you wear I, this shirt. What? I've never seen you wear this shirt. 
no, 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 that's not my favorite shirt. I, I'm talking about the favorite shirt that I bought. I've bought oh. twice, and I've lost it twice. And I that's the not, squid one, isn't it? It's the squid one, yes, yes. Because he is the eater of worlds, and the giant demon squid is the one that eats worlds. Yes, I would cut my shirts like that. And he, he had just such a unique style okay. of pants. I've never seen that anywhere, but it's like apocalyptic. Apocalyptic. It really is, but yeah, I I I adopted his aesthetic. I adopted his dark style of storytelling, which is why Project Bayo, it has yet to get to it, but there will be dark. There will be darkness. Dark. Like, like, in my young aspirations of wanting to make movies. I thought about making horror movies before I would ever think about making children's movies. Now granted, I've been I've been thinking about making stuff so long I I have thought about children's movies that I would like to make, but horror is definitely something I want to dabble in and I can thank Bray Wyatt for that. Um the Too Many Words podcast has yet to see the dub smoke character. But uh the dub smoke character is my mindset of uh, just having a good time and uh, being like a step, a right step, in, a right step in the direction of mental health. Um, Bray Wyatt wears a sun, or <laughs> dub smoke wears a sun hat, sunglasses, a tropical shirt, and shorts and sandals and. A cut-off shirt, if you will. And Bray, Bray Wyatt was one of the, the wells that I pulled water out of when it came to the inspiration of Dub Smoke because like, Dub, like Bray Wyatt, Dub Smoke wore tropical shirts and cut-off shirts underneath those tropical... What, what you looking at? What you looking at? Andrew? Action figures. Action figures. Um, I, I, on the topic of action figures, it was a goal, but now that goal is even more so of getting an action figure that resembles every chapter of Bray Wyatt's life, of, of his career. And um, cult leader Bray Wyatt is definitely a must-have because I have a problem. Look at that blue packaging. That's the one that has the tropical shirt. Oh, this, this one. Oh, never mind. I didn't really like him in that apron. I think he didn't. I I don't think he looked. He looked like a uh, a, a Discord admin in in that in that one. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Apparently, Alexa Bliss had like a like a thing like a like a partnership thing with him. Yeah, yeah, she was uh, basically Sister Abigail with him. She was really creepy with him, and she was really good at being creepy, too. Like, they were, like, really close, actually. I signed Bray Wyatt Elite for $300. Damn. I'm, I'm sure that's definitely changed in the last week, that number. That's the current number, I'm saying. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like probably like two weeks ago yeah. it was not it was not that much. It was probably like eighty bucks. 
Is this one? Uh, no. It it's cool. We, we can find it later. It's definitely on my checklist. It's definitely on my checklist. But uh, yeah, uh, I think 2020, the year of 2020. Those who don't know me personally, but those who do know me personally, know that 2020 was one of the worst years for my life. In my life, some obvious reasons, some very not obvious reasons. Um, a lot of a lot of crap happened to me one after the other in 2020, and. A lot of speaking to God in that year. Um, I, I put that out first and foremost, so people people don't hear me say all this stuff about Bray Wyatt uh, helping me in my struggles, and then question uh, my Christianity because <laughs> uh, I I don't really need that personally. Uh, Bray Wyatt, I observed how Bray Wyatt just repeatedly fell in this loop of being wronged creatively when it came to the thumbs up or thumbs down uh, from WWE because what Bray Wyatt did more than once was, well, first, he got, he got absolutely buried when he was with the Nexus as Husky Harris. And what he did, oh, so many times, was come up from being buried, have a completely original idea, flourish in that idea, put himself all the way up to main event status just for Vince McMahon or someone, someone powerful to be like, Nah, son, you're losing tonight. You 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 don't you don't get to have your cake and eat it just yet. Which is really unfortunate because so after Husky Harris was the Wyatt family chapter. He built himself all the way up and he was a tag team champion on more than one occasion. And then he got buried. And then he had a solo run which was really awesome. Um, because, you know, uh, John Cena was an absolute juggernaut in that era that Bray Wyatt came onto the scene. And Bray Wyatt gave John Cena a run for his money more than once. And it was, it was insane. Um, his storytelling ability is second to none. I, I, I truly, truly, truly believe that. Um, guys, if you really, really want to, I don't know, have a grasp on what a really good promo is, what really good writing is, what really good public speaking is. Look at Bray Wyatt's promos. Literally any at any point in his career. Um, did you know that Bray Wyatt, he, he carried an entire rivalry up to WrestleMania with The Undertaker? because The Undertaker didn't even show up until WrestleMania. He made that exciting to watch all by himself because of how gifted he was in promos. I, I, so I don't really know the heaviness of that because I don't know, like, the time frame for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I guess, yeah. But anyways, 
He became a world champion near the end of his solo run. He only held it for just over a month because the creative, creative sucks. Um, and then he was gone for a while, and then he came back as The Fiend. And The Fiend was absolutely badass. Uh, this was almost basically his final form because he made it. What Bray Wyatt had successfully done all throughout his career was take, I don't know, gimmicks that were previously failed because they had been tried and not done so well, just like his cult leader gimmick. But he, just like that gimmick, um, took this, I don't know, two versions persona of himself, and he freaking did a home run, grand slammed it dude like people will talk about his storytelling for absolute decades and uh he beat seth rollins for the brand new universal title changed it from red to blue which is why the blue universal title is not roman reigns's belt i don't care how long roman reigns has had it it's been three years exactly by the way um it, it, it will the blue belt will I will always identify as Bray Wyatt's belt because he's the guy that used his crazy person magic to turn it from red to blue. Also, he was on SmackDown, I think. But yeah, um, I want to go through some overall stats that I uh, screenshot of Bray Wyatt and his career, and I think I can finally shut up about Bray Wyatt because you're absolutely bored. Oh, yeah. I mean, I knew that going into this. I knew you were going to talk about it a lot, but that's okay. I mean, we all have things that we're really passionate about that other people just aren't you know, as enthusiastic well, about. real quick, we are going to uh, jump into your perspective of my relationship with Bray. Well, you've said I mean, anything. something that I think I guess I can note is that... Um, for a long time, I kind of thought you just always liked him. <sighs> Until you told me you didn't, I guess. <laughs> like, you didn't start to. Um, and I guess, like, also... Uh, I guess taking that break for, like, six years that you said, that can affect a lot of things. But I just, I guess I didn't really realize that, like... I don't know when when I started being more around you, like you already knew all this stuff about him. So, you think so? Well, not think so. I mean, that's just what it was. Like when twenty twenty happened, and like you know, the world started going to shit, and I started hanging out with you a lot more. Like, and that, that was just that was just your thing. Like, the fiend was Bray Wyatt. You already knew a lot about it, and you were like, oh, okay. <laughs> or I was like, oh, okay. Um, I, was like, oh. I don't know. I think you didn't really start hanging out with me until mid-2020. Mm-hmm. And I started really getting getting into Bray sometime late 2019. And I guess that just shows how quickly I learned a lot about my favorite wrestler at the time, you know. Um, 
But I do have some quick stats for you. Um, Bray Wyatt, uh, I, I don't really know when his career started, but really, it really started on the main roster in 2019 going by the name of Bray Wyatt. But this is our, this is some quick stats. He meant 2013, right? What did he I say? He said 2019. Oh, 2013. Sorry. Uh, he had 908 matches total. Dang. 58 pay-per-view matches, which is really a lot. Uh, he is a two-time Universal Champion, a one-time WWE Champion, a one-time Raw Tag Team Champion, one-time SmackDown Tag Team Champion. And actually, this is something I did not know. Male Wrestler of the Year in 2019. Sick. Yeah, and this last one uh, of 2018 Tag Team Eliminator winner. I actually do not know that. Can I do a real quick tangent? It has nothing to do with any of this before I forget about it again. Yes, go ahead. I have just one more thing to talk about. They built something new, and I, I shouldn't say built. They put something new in the Grimes Walmart complex. You know how they have that Walmart there, and they have like that everything mm-hmm, else mm-hmm, that's there? Mm-hmm. Northern Lights Pizza. Really? There's a Northern Lights Pizza in Grimes now. Dang, that's like the second one in the Des Moines area then, huh? I think it's the fourth, actually, but really? I'm, not, I'm not too sure about that. Nice. But yeah, I thought that was something notable because you're an Urbanel guy. Urban, like, Northern Lights Pizza, I'm pretty sure, started in Urbanel, um, right? I don't know. You don't know? Okay. But it's right there. It's, it's, it, like for right me, it's always been a big Urbandale thing, so. I really love Northern Lights Pizza. I feel like not enough people know about it. I mean, everyone I've talked to loves Northern Lights. I think it's it's good pizza, but I don't think it's that great. I don't think anybody thinks about Northern Lights when they think about pizza parties, and that is a tragedy. Northern Lights is kind of expensive. As they should be. It's quality pizza. Um, Mr. Caesars is my favorite. It's average. I mean, not saying Little Caesars isn't average, but it's also like dirt fucking cheap. Mm. Whatever. That automatically makes it better. (laughs) Back to Bray Wyatt. Back to Bray Wyatt. Uh, Bray Wyatt, as one knows, as any professional wrestling fan knows, WrestleMania is... The premier uh, pay-per-view to have not just a main event, any match at it's a it's you're at the top of your career if you have a match at WrestleMania, especially if you main event there. Uh, Bray Wyatt wrestled five matches at WrestleMania, two times against John Cena in WrestleMania 30 and 36, two times versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania 33 and 37. And one WrestleMania with Undertaker at WrestleMania 31. That's cool. Yeah. Um, it also That's says really in cool. other appearances, That's he really shared a cool. screen with The Rock and John Cena I at WrestleMania 32. Helped Matt Hardy win a match at WrestleMania your 34. <coughs> and, uh, yeah, had an amazing WrestleMania career. Um, yes, he did. 
He's a beautiful boy. I I think I my favorite. Recipes. My favorite. I don't know. There's there's a lot. My favorite feud that Bray Wyatt ever had was with John Cena, because that is when they totally had me as a kid. They were doing their jobs as a heel, and I absolutely hated them. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but man, was I totally invested in John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. It was awesome storytelling. It was awesome for storytelling. Um, my favorite match specifically, I couldn't tell you. Maybe it was the one with the steel cage. And that had that creepy kid singing. He's got the whole world in his hands. So, yeah. Uh, I Another thing that I love is just that there's so many things associated with Bray Wyatt because of his creativity. Like, because of Bray Wyatt, we can associate lanterns with Bray Wyatt, that entire aesthetic, tropical shirts, uh, fedora hats, rocking chairs, uh, cults, demons, red stripy pants, clown masks, red stripy pants, dreadlocks and tats, uh, white rabbits, uncle howdies, uh, puppets, Following the buzzards, fireflies, all the good stuff, and uh, being the, the creepiest Mister Rogers of all time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Jordan, should we get into the closing notes? Yes. Okay. Closing notes, notes, notes. There's my notes. You ever just stare at your phone and wonder, what am I doing anymore? Yes. <laughs> uh, so. Let's see. Sorry, folks, for the very slow. Well, I mean, um, I can say something here, I guess. Jordan, say something funny. I already did that today. Jordan, say something dramatic. Balls. That was intense. <laughs> um, Jordan, what is the question for this episode? Um, I don't think I really have one. It's kind of like I can't even think of one. Like, cause like we only talked about like, okay, you know what? No, here we go. What was your favorite part of the event? Of the two mini burgers cookout. What's your favorite part? Because that's the only thing we can really ask a question about. Or like, how did you get introduced, Bray Wyatt? I mean, well, I, that's a very I was going to take crowd. the Bray Wyatt angle and get more general on it. Like, who did you look up to growing up? Which one? That can work, too. I don't, I, I'm okay with either one. I'm okay with either one. The who did you look up to one does grab more people. Yeah. So I think I think I'm going to go with that. Okay. No offense. 
No, none taken. Um, let's see. List anchor stats. I can't because my anchor app does not work on my phone, and I, the computer is too far to check it. So, um, oh, well, I don't think anchors even inst- uh, like logged in on this computer, so that might take a minute. You know, a minute, a minute, a minute. Um, but hey, this is a, a a perfect opportunity to. Guys, if you've listened for this long, maybe it's a good idea that you uh, follow us on social media at Too Many Words Podcast. Definitely do that. Uh, find us on any of the following. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, maybe you're interested in just listening. Uh, we got Too Many Words Podcast available on Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts, and as recently... Amazon Music. Oh, uh, I done, I done. Man, all of these figures just be falling right now, and it's all of our faults. We're the worst tribute makers of all time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where you can find us. Uh, especially, especially, especially. Please, any follow on Instagram is nice, because sponsors check Instagram. And see how many followers we have before they really check anything else. And yeah, if we want things to go a little bit easier and maybe wanna, we want to do things that are just more fun for our fans, we need sponsors. We definitely need sponsors. Or, or donations on the uh, the uh merch shop. We'll take anything that we can get. And, you know... It's a fair trade. You look a little bit sexier with a TMW on your face or your head because it's a hat. I think some of the things we needed to put on there are Amazon wish list. So if people want to buy us like things directly, they can. All right. Like uh, where can you find our Amazon wish list, sir? Uh, I'm on the website. I'll just put it on the website. Yeah. We can do that. We can do that. <sighs> oh, excuse me. It's so late. no no anchor stats for this episode at all? Well, I, I was going to list all of uh, the shout-outs, the plugs, while you were doing that. The shout-out? While I was doing what? While you were going to get to anchor on oh, the computer. I don't know how to do that. Well, never mind, folks. Uh, let's see. Let's see here. Our YouTube is Scaldstone. Uh, at least our YouTube handle is Scaldstone. Uh, full name, Scaldstone Productions. Go find us there if you love to watch podcasts visually. I mean, we put a lot of effort in this setup at this point. A year in, uh, a year from, I don't know, a year into it, we got box lights and a cool camera and this pretty setup. And we have to clean now, you know? And, uh, mm. yeah, a lot of, a lot of efforts. Oh, that's that's our YouTube stats. What's our YouTube stats say, Jordan? It's hard to read from there. I'm gonna I'm gonna read all these stats before you can. Hey, look at that banner on YouTube. Wow, we're fisting each other. Look at that. Yeah, that's beautiful. Pretty. That promo is sitting at seventy-three views right now. I think. Yeah, not a lot of promo traction for us lately. We've had a few ones pop. 
Auf. Pop Auf. Oh my goodness. How many views does that have? 15. Really? Last time I checked Anchor, it had uh, eight. That oh was my a couple goodness. days ago. That's a lot, actually. Jordan, people are tuning in now. Jordan, ever since episode 46, our views, our listens have been in the double digits. And I don't mean the early tens. I mean like 15 and more. And I know, I know, I know. Those who are on the outside looking and are like, they're getting excited about 15 people. Yeah, yeah, we are. 45 people came to our event. How many people came to your last birthday? Think about that. Dunces. Sorry, if you're, if you're still listening. I did not want to hurt your feelings. Oh, you are, you've already been on here. Look at that. <laughs> yes, I have. I, I, I uh, didn't have time to make a description, but... Oh, Jordan. Let's pause. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the description on uh, on Anchor, when it releases, it says, We had a successful event uh, for our first ever live event. If you, if you were there, go ahead and enjoy the playback. If you weren't there, I hope this episode makes you jealous. <laughs> That's great. The beautiful boy right there. Um beautiful boy austin buckner i got a feeling that that's gonna kind of drive our our stats up a little bit the event uh yeah that episode also something to be noted is that uh i think we gained a subscriber back again oh actually no we're at a solid 50 we're at a solid 50 we were my goodness we were at 47 for a long time all right, we, we were at 48, then we went down to 47, and then we went back up to 48, and now we're at 50. We got two in the two more than I remember. Okay, we're going to click on analytics here, and we're going to look at subscribers. Yeah, because we lost one there, and we gained one right there, and we gained two more. We gained one, looks like today. Hey, nice. That is pretty cool. That is very cool. Sexy. I'm proud of us. We're doing good. Yeah, we are. We've done a lot. Jordan, where can you find us personally? Where well, you can it? find me on TikTok. It's dot just Jordan. I'm a pretty cool dude. Check me out. You can find me on TikTok. Uh, I post a lot less on TikTok. It's at it's dot just Isaac. Uh, where I am on uh, a lot more often, especially if you want to slide in those DMs. Instagram. Instagram. I underscore all over William Instagram. Joseph or just Isaac William Joseph if you just want to find me there. But uh, if you want to participate in Fancers every week, please um, find me find me on Facebook. Follow me on Facebook. Uh, Isaac William Joseph easily there. And uh, yeah, you can freely participate and we can read your answers. Speaking of that, I don't think we ever read those. I don't think I ever posted them. From what? Should we uh, <laughs> should we read the fancers that got ignored because we were doing a live event, which was which? What is your favorite fair food? Sure. <laughs> oh, oh goodness, this is gonna be so mixed up and so out of line, but it, it is what it is, folks. Welcome to the Too Many Words podcast, where the mm. where the format changes every single week. 
Come on, come on. Where is it? 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 No, 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 no. Simple question for my friends. What was your favorite fair food? All right. We got a lot of answers, folks, because the Iowa State Fair is apparently the most popular thing in the world. Starting off with Austin Buckner, he said, The donuts from Peachy's. Uh, Joel Marchand says, Gyro. Eric Vargas says, Gyros and fried Oreos. What did you just call them? Gyros. 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 I don't give a damn. I don't like them. I do not. Have you even actually had them? Yes. Because I'm surprised. How do you how how? I was a child. I, that's not my family that's went not to valid. Child, my family child went to dolls. Not valid. My family went to dolls. That's also we not got, valid. We got a dolls uh Euro kit. That's a kit. That's definitely not valid. And I ate it and I threw up. Everything about what you just said leads directly to that outcome. I will never have Euros ever. I am going to I'm going to get you one and you're going to you're going to be like, "Oh my goodness, get this is one, one of the greatest from, things I've ever had." Get me one from the best Euro place you got, sir. Okay. okay. I can do that. Okay. It's called me. I don't want to I don't want you to make a Euro. Why not? I think what gets me the most about Euros is the bread. It's just pita bread. It's too much pita bread really gets to me actually. I don't understand. It's just bread. It's gross. It tastes no different than any other bread. It does. It's a texture thing. Probably. They're fluffy. Uh, Michaela Briggs says, (laughs) donuts from Peachy's. You like like donuts, don't you? They're fluffy. And the finisher. Alexis Salazar says, Iowa Twinkie, even though it was small AF. Natalie, uh, Natalie right Bensley Ramirez. I love euros like so much. Dude. She said that the the deep fried mac and cheese brisket. Now that was great. That was really great. I haven't. I didn't, I didn't try it. Mason Dean James Rogers mac and cheese brisket for me. Andrew Syme turkey leg. I get one every year. Uh, Katie James turkey leg and grinder. Susan Ruggles, guinea grinder, ball stuffed with mozzarella cheese, wrapped in bacon, and covered with marinara. Hey, that's what I tried on the on the failed podcast episode. My mother says, catfish on a stick. Uh, Miracle, your sister, says, corn dog. Todd Wagner says, funnel cakes and corn dogs. And then Natalie Messenger says, lobster roll. All right. That has been Fancers at the S end of this episode. Jordan, what do you dedicate this episode out to? Euros. You petty ass. I am. No, like, I'm actually a little bit like, what the fuck? Because your entire per- personality should love Euros. <laughs> and you what? don't. What's that even it's mean? It's like, you don't even know what a Euro is, and it makes me feel weird. I'm seriously consi- like thinking like you don't know what an actual euro is, uh, and you had something what you thought was a euro, uh, <laughs> and it was just bad. Uh, I look at euros and I retch, bro. I I just I'm like I cannot, I cannot, dude. 
But for me, this podcast episode very obviously goes to who is, what was, what always will be Bray Wyatt and who he was to our uh, us as a fan base. He. You tell me that does not look tasty to you? He. he that right there. Look he, at it! He held a connection with fans that can never be duplicated. And this episode oh God, goes to this Bray Wyatt. My... One of my favorite wrestlers of all time, and probably the wrestler I'm going to miss the most, honestly, because all my other favorite wrestlers, I don't know, they haven't left us suddenly yet, so, yeah. Uh, oh, John Cena's getting pretty old. Yeah, but like... <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's like 40-something, dude. He's 45. 46. He, he's still in the prime of his life. I mean, sure. Um... But yeah, Bray Wyatt, I'll never forget you, man. You were on that short list of wrestlers that I wanted, well, A, wanted to meet, and B, thought I would actually meet, um, because, I don't know, you just seemed like one of those awesome guys that I would run into at one of those wrestling conventions, because you had been to a lot of wrestling conventions, and I'm... I told myself I was going to be at one of those, and I was going to talk to you, and I was going to meet my hero, and it was going to be everything that I expected it to be, because I know it's not really recommended to think things to go expected, but all the pro wrestlers I had met previously, I asked about them, and he's like, they're like, dude's the nicest guy I've ever met. And so, yeah. One's out to you, brother. AKA Wyndham Rotunda. One, two, three, amen. Amen on three. One, two, three. Amen. amen.